Welcome to Geek Vibes Live. You doing any drop, Dane? No? double dutch and it's like you're going in to jump but the rope is like closing so then like you fall over so you don't want to do it so you wait for that open so it's always a great game of double dutch just me and dan with this the um, one but, week you come back and all hell breaks loose so do us all a favor and don't come back one. all right so oh, wow. apparently kanan's mic has been muted anyway um uh, awesome you do control that um, i didn't hear it of Geek Vibes Live. No, I'm just playing. Um, welcome to an all-new episode of Geek Vibes Live. Sorry. Uh, this episode we're calling Wait. So we get two Joker solos. We'll get more into that a little later. Um, but trust me, Dane has a lot to say about that. Um, so stay tuned for that. Or but a little bit just let's loud. In, or a little bit just loud. I mean, that, that perfectly works. Um, and we can have Cannon say nothing, but really quietly. So that'd be great. Anyway, um, all right, so we're going to start with some TV talk. Um, I don't want to start with sad news first, so let's do the really exciting news. Uh, we got some set photos of the bat signal from Titan. Um, and Joel has a little bit of news of the possibility of us getting Superboy. So I will go to Joel first. One, what are your Ooh. thoughts on the bat signal? Does it mean Batman's coming to Titans, or are they just shining the light or whatever? Uh, and kind of give us a little bit of the background news on what's going on with Superboy. Um, does it mean he's coming? Not necessarily. I think what it really means is that he exists, and he obviously exists because we got a Robin. It's going to be Nightwing at some point in this show. So hopefully he does. It would be cool if we got a, a, our view of Batman. Um, but as far as we know, we're getting a Robin in transition into uh, becoming his own man. And so he's just dis- dis- distancing himself from Bruce Wayne Batman. But I wouldn't be surprised at all if we do get him. Symbol looks cool. It's a nice, cool, a cool signal that they got there for the, the bat signal. So we know we'll get the bat signal in some capacity. Uh, that's good. We've seen set photos, and it's like it has the gritty, grimy Gotham that we know and love. It even has old-looking – some of the vehicles kind of look old-school-looking, so it even has that, that look to it. Um, the whole thing with Superboy is really just because of all the casting called the, like the list. It's, there's a guy character, the character named David apparently that people are assuming is Superboy because apparently he's a character that's been trapped in the lab that, that the Titans I guess help escape. And um, based on his the personality traits, it seems like that he might be Superboy. That's not official, but that's what people are leaning to that, that it's possible that it's Superboy in that lab. But we don't know. It'd be cool, but we don't know. So that's really, in terms of Titans, I think that's really all I got there. I all right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, no, that definitely sounds interesting. I mean, I was just talking to Dane before uh, we, we started the show. I just kind of hope Titans doesn't take too much of the Young Justice formula 
And if that's the case, that's exactly what we got, I think, within, like, the first two episodes of Young Justice, uh, that they rescued Superboy, making him uh, an honorary member. Um, and, or one of the founding members, I, I, I guess you could put. Um, I, I don't know how much I would like that. Um, so I'm just hoping that they keep Titans its own separate thing and just build off of that rather than kind of literally taking from the formula of Young Justice. Um, but it's way too early for me to make speculations and, and proclamations like that. Uh, but, Dane, what are your thoughts on the Bats uh, symbol? Do you think we're going to get Batman in the show? And what are your thoughts on what Joel said about Superboy? Um, I'll talk about uh, Superboy. It's interesting. It does sound very similar to the story that we saw with Young Justice, where they kind of redid, well, didn't redo his origin, but tweaked it and kind of tweaked him from being, you know, this super bro, surfer bro, I should say, uh, into being like much more, well, basically like the Hulk. Like, I'm mad. I hit things, but not as stupid. Uh, so uh, if they do certain formula like Young Justice, I, I see what you're saying, Juwan, and especially with them doing the third season, how anticipated that is with uh, Young Justice. I don't want that exact formula, but I don't mind them taking uh, story ideas and also the formula for the television show of how they did that because they did a really good like espionage kind of like, I don't know, stealth-style show, uh, and that's what made Young Justice really cool. So if they do certain things like that, I'm fine. And if, if Superboy ends up being like – the, the guy that is introduced for the next one. Um, that's awesome. Um, I'm, I'm down for that. Very much similar to Calder, you know, if they get Aqualad in there or, or other certain characters, I would be down. Um, you know, maybe uh, Wally West uh, interpretation of him. Um, who knows? Uh, you know, there's a lot of potential going there, but I see what you're saying. As far as Batman, I do think. Uh, actually, I'm going to confirm it. Fucking confirm Batman's going to be on Titan. I have no way of, of confirming that other than intuition. So, um, yeah, uh, I have no no clue if that's going to be true, but I have a lot of, like, I don't know, I could see it happening, but I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. I think that he'll be less on the show even possibly than, say, you know, a Constantine sighting within the CW uh, universe or Tyler Hoechlin Superman uh, with potential to be, you know, more development of that character, but I don't want to see a lot of him in this if he is. Like, you know, if you do – an episode, like me and you were talking about, you suggested of, like, the two of them working together on some old case that relates to something that's going on with Robin. Uh, that would make sense, and I would love that introduction, but nothing too much. And uh, I would suggest for Batman, and what we're going to – we'll probably talk about this, but I, I said either, uh, like, Jason O'Mara, who uh, does the voice of Batman, uh, and also – he's on a bunch of, like, different TV shows. Someone like that could definitely play Batman. You wouldn't have to need him much. Um, uh, Angel, that actor, I forgot what his name is um, You know, you could get someone uh, That wouldn't be too David bad and, Yeah, uh, David Boreanaz For some, something like that Where he's just under the cowl He shows up every once in a while You know, the potential to see him fighting That's what I don't know if we'll see But, you know, we could definitely see his presence Or maybe Mark Wahlberg You know, you could be like, hey, I'm Batman Hey, what's going on? I'm kind of scared But I'm not really scared I'm fucking Batman <laughs> So I think those guys would be great. I'm just kidding about Mark Wahlberg. Might be, be a little bit over the budget to get uh, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I was gonna I'll say. Be I'll be pissed off that guy. I was when gonna say. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they have the budget for Mark Wahlberg. Um, hey, no. Hey, I, I, I hey, agree with you. hey, Juwan. Have you ever seen uh, Boogie Nights? Have you seen Boogie Nights? It was fucking great. It was fucking awesome. Yes. No, it definitely was. Um, How about but, the paddle? Oh. 
No, I definitely didn't see that. No. Oh no! Yes, I did. See you never, I'm sorry. You, you never seen Boogie Nights? I did. No. Oh. Yeah, I did see it. I did see it. Sorry, I'm confusing Good myself. Shit. Dane's completely throwing me off. Uh, <laughs> I really thought I was talking to Mark Wahlberg, and I was trying to explain to him. No, I did see your movies, bro. Um, but no, I agree with you uh, on what you were saying about um, Batman. I would like there to be an episode to where uh, Batman and Nightwing are working together because they hear the report of Jason being alive. Um, so they investigate it. Uh, and that's kind of an episode where we see the two of them working together. Um, and then, you know, Nightwing just kind of makes it, makes it known to them, like, I'm done being a sidekick. Like, I, I kind of want to be my own guy. And then they kind of have a moment to where Batman's like, I knew this moment would come to where you would kind of want to be your own guy, and I think you're ready for it. Kind of just like, not the passing of the torch, obviously, but his blessing to, to let him just kind of just go. Go do his own thing. I would love like a, a kind of heart-to-heart moment between those two uh, about that. So that would be really cool. <clears throat> Excuse yeah. me. Um, and maybe the I'm not necessarily sure. Dad, I'm, I'm not necessarily sure if Jason is is even gonna is, is not. Gonna, I don't even think he's dead yet in this in this world yet. I think he's oh, gonna okay. become Robin. Oh, like, that's what it looks really? like to me. That's oh, what it looks see, like. I, I thought it was the sure. opposite way. Because uh, from yeah, the set photos sure. that I saw, he kind of looked he kind of looked like I don't want to say menacing, but he kind of looked like like he was <laughs> the Jason. <laughs> he looked like a guy turned from death. He, he no, like guy. I'm just that's saying his face, like. his face, his <laughs> face, like the. The what he was doing, the look on his face kind of looked like really angry, but whatever. Anyway, um, Jason's angry but guy. yeah, I would like to see that. Um, Jason Todd is an angry guy. You're absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> another guy I add to your list, uh, Dane, is Sam Whitworth. Um, I would like to see Sam oh, Whitworth yeah. get a role on one of these shows. Uh, cool. And that's a guy I that I that. think could play a really good Bruce Wayne. Jason Omar, when you said mm, that, I was wait, like, I, I like I that too. Now that you mention it. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I don't, I, I love Jason O'More uh, voicing Batman, and I think you having him under the the cowl would be great. But I was thinking of someone that could not only just knock out being Bruce Wayne, but also be able to do, um, you know, obviously Batman. And I think Sam Whitworth could definitely. I love that idea. Uh, cross both. Yeah, both I like sides it too. Um, uh, but Kanan, what are your thoughts on uh, the Bat Signal? Do you think Batman's going to be in uh, Titans? And what are your thoughts on what Joel was uh, talking about, uh, Superboy? Yeah, Kevin, shut up. Uh, <laughs> no, I think the, uh, they've already they've already said that we'll see um, not not like the full image of Batman, but we'll see glimpses of him um, through uh, Robin's eyes, kind of like having flashbacks, um, because they said this Robin is really trying to distance himself. Uh, from Batman, so I think that the signal will be there, um, kind of a you know for background looks and, and you know maybe even um, kind of a nod to Batman. But I don't think we're really going to see Batman uh, in this show. Um, now I don't know if they'll if they'll cast somebody maybe next season or maybe if we see uh, Bruce, someone cast as Bruce Wayne. Um, but I, I just don't think we're going to see Batman. In fact, the show is really starting to feel a little crowded with all the characters they keep talking about potentially being in it. Um, I really would just like the first, I really would just like the first season to be about the Titans kind of, you know, either teaming up or, you know, cause we still don't really know if they're, this is their first time getting together and teaming up or if they've been a team. Uh, but we know that they're going to somehow introduce Jason Todd. 
Um, you know, and I guess Superboy would be fine. I don't think he really needs to be introduced this season. That's what I'm saying. I mean, just focus on who you have and then kind of let stuff, um, you know, bleed into next season. And the next season you can bring Superboy in and go from there. So, um, you know, the more the merrier eventually. Uh, but I just think right now they need to just leave it with, you know, the cast that they have. Um, so, no, I'm going to say I don't think we see Batman at all this season. Not him per se, but we'll see, like, glimpses of him in flashbacks and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I was telling Dane uh, <clears throat> before you guys called in, uh, before the start of the show, that I was starting to think it was becoming a little too convoluted. Like, just let this be its own thing to where you have these group of kids that are coming together to form a team. And then if you want to kind of branch off, have it end with a scene to where, like, you see someone talking about a clone, then, like, you know, as he walks by, you see, like, Superboy with, I guess, like, the the logo on his chest or something. You could do things like that heading into next year, but first establish them. Um, yeah. You have a lot of people that love the original Teen Titans uh, cartoon yeah. and love the idea of seeing them in live action. So it's like, yeah. don't crowd it too much. Don't crowd it. And we know we're getting uh, Cyborg at some point. Yeah, and that, that to me is uh, like, yep. I mean, that's great. That's great. I don't have any issues with that. Uh, but it, it it should be in the second season. Uh, I feel like they're throwing so much in, so people are like, all right, I got to see it. But you don't have to do that. Like, people have been wanting something like this for years. So now that they have it, that alone is going to attract people. You don't have to go like, all right, well, Batman might be here, Jason Todd, Cyborg. I think yeah. it's doing way too much. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. And yeah, I'll worry about it. Get, it, it all depends on how you, you know, I, I would say that sprinkle those things in there, but don't give us like, like set Jason Todd to have a couple appearances, but set him up for the next season. Superboy towards the end of the season right. happens, leading up for right. the next one. You know, even Deathstroke, if you're going to try to get him in there and wait, that should be next season or even the season after that. Like, Try to even Batman, like you said, like should maybe wait for the third season to actually reveal him. You know, all he is is flashbacks. But then that story comes back. You know, full head him and Batman later on or something. So, but yeah, that should be yeah, about mean, the main character. Moral of the story is even if they do add all these characters in, it's a good problem to have as long as the the, the story is good. Um, I, I don't think Agreed. any of us would be upset seeing all those characters appear. Um, Never. on the show as long as <laughs> as it fits. But that's what I'm saying. It's a good problem to have. Um, so if you're DC, you got to kind of know that and play your cards accordingly. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, we're all really excited, especially with the reports that we could possibly be getting the DC streaming service as early as August. Um, so hopefully we get Young Justice Season 3. We get Titans maybe uh, a month or two after that. Um, you know, just DC is doing some really, really, really good thing. Uh, just what they need right now is a sense of consistency, and that's exactly what the streaming service could be for them. Um, but the other half of the DC news that we had that was a little sad, but maybe not really. Uh, <laughs> it all depends on what Dane's about to say, so I'll go to him first. Um, <laughs> uh, can, is it Keon Bill? Lonsdale? Kanan Lonsdale. Kanan? Yeah. Ill. No, I don't want to say that name. Uh, we'll just say Kanan. Kanan? Can we get his name right? 
It's Kanan. It's the guy who plays. It's the guy who tries to play Kid Flash. We'll say that. All right, there we go. All right, there anyway, doesn't matter. We're not going to see him. Well, we are never. We are never getting him on the show because y'all just butchered <laughs> his name so bad. Kanan. Well, apparently yeah. we're never getting Kid Flash on the show because of him. So I guess that's a fair trade. Anyway, that's right. They can't him, either. Apparently. <laughs> exactly. According to him, uh, he will be somewhat stepping away from his role as Kid Flash on both Flash and Legends of Tomorrow, which I am, I'll say this, um, I was a fan of what he was doing with Wally, I'd say a season ago, where I really thought the season we're in, they would have used him to kind of really blossom him. Um, But when he left, and, you know, last, it was, was it last season or this season he left? It was this season, right? He left yeah, the Flash? Okay. Yeah. Um, I was just like, okay, well, if he goes to Legends, we definitely know, like, everyone shines on the team of the Legends. So I was like, that'd be a perfect spot for him. Only for him to then go, yeah, nope, I'm kind of looking to do other things. So the more I sat and kind of thought uh, about him wanting to walk away, the more – I completely agreed with you, Dane. Um, these characters are too big for an individual to sway whether or not we get to see them. And I think once he decided he wanted to step away, a recasting should come into, should come into play. We should not have to miss out on uh, Wally West because he does not want to play the character um, consistently going forward. I think it should be recasted. I think it should be recasted to make Wally the way Wally should be. Um, and he should be back on Team Flash. He really should. Um, but, Dane, I'll go to you first. What are your thoughts about um, Lonsdale stepping down from Flash and Legends of Tomorrow? Hmm. Uh, I'm just going to start with saying that everything I'm about to say is my opinion. And um, I have no problem with this actor, I have not seen any of his other work besides this, but to me, it just seems like his passion wasn't with this role. I don't know if it had to do with the subject matter just not really, you know, uh, being up his alley or something, but I felt like he slept on one of my favorite comic book characters' role, uh, the only live-action version of him that possibly will get. And that's kind of frustrating because, I mean, if I go back and just make a rant because of the fact, like I said, Wally West, uh, major member of JLA uh, back when I was growing up. I was a, it was the Grant Morrison JLA era. Wally West was the Flash. Uh, he was a Flash from like 1985 all the way to, I think, 2006, I believe, uh, when Barry came back. And then shortly after that, New 52 happened, and then Wally was done. So they removed him. Then they brought him back. Then they brought another one back. And then on the television show, Young Justice, he was one of the biggest characters, um, you know, killed him off, but I'm sure he's going to come back at the end of the series. Uh, spoiler alert, if you didn't watch him since uh, season two, that's your fault. Um, and just, and so on and so on. It's like, what the fuck can we just get, you know, so far we've had, especially Rosenbaum's uh, uh, Wally West on the, the cartoon, great interpretation of the character, just not like in any type of live action sense. Uh, Ezra Miller was fucking Wally West with the name Barry Allen with a different body, basically, which is cool. It's fine. But, you know, he just seems like he wants to go to greener, greener pastures and, you know, with his whole entire what he said, basically, for his exiting, kind of made it look like superhero movies or superhero stuff is not really his thing or just the material itself. That's fine. I, I get that. I just thought that 
he fucking sucked at playing this this role. Uh, he just he phoned it in. Uh, he wasn't exciting at all. I mean, Wally West is supposed to be funny, you know, happy-go-lucky, all over the place, sarcastic, you know, very, very quippy, kind of Spider-Man-esque almost, you know, or the Human Torch, like that type of attitude. And he wasn't. Like, I wanted to smack my fucking head with a brick in most of the time when he was on screen. Um, and, um, you know, people have said the same thing about Katie Cassidy. I think Katie Cassidy's a better actor, actress, at least playing the roles that I've seen them in, you know. Uh, and I just, he, he, he was awful. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, if anything, I hope that they, maybe they kill, they, he dies in a certain heroic way and it, it really does something to Barry and then they can kind of do a different interpretation on the Titan show potentially, uh, maybe down the line or, or introduce another one. I don't really care which way you go. It obviously you're not going to have the same actor, but I'm just saying if you choose the redheaded, you know, white version or the black version, just make him have fucking Wally West attitude and not that boring, you know, fast and furious fucking background bullshit. Mom died, all that crap. I don't like melodramatic bullshit that we saw. Sorry. Well, yeah, we're never going to get him on the show. (laughs) That is, uh, that is wow. one way to put it. Uh, that is one way to put it. Um, I was nice. I will Damn say, it. No, 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 no. I will say I, I was a fan of his acting. I think the writing of his character is what sometimes began to be it a bit sucked. of an injustice. Um, <laughs> no, I completely respect your opinion on that, Dane. I mean, I, I'm, yeah. I, I didn't think the guy was like an Academy Award winner. but I, No, I thought, no, no. I what I'm saying is I agree with you that the writing also sucks. But, you know, that that's definitely something that definitely could influence his acting. Um, right. So I agree with you on that. So, um, but, yeah, to me, it's just one of those things where it's like I wasn't huge on Kid Flash. Um, <clears throat> I remember I wasn't even blown away when they decided to uh, introduce him on the show. Um, but I started to like, because this character did have moments to where it was the jokey Wally. It wasn't always serious and depressing. He did have some really fun lighthearted moment. Um, he even had that, that jealousy of Barry kind of come into play. And then I feel like the writing sad. of that show decided to get really depressing, especially with last season. And it's continued that Wally. really de- Yes. And it's <laughs> continued that really depressive feel throughout this season. So I do get your point on that, uh, Dane. I, I, I honestly do. Joel, save us from <laughs> from him never wanting <laughs> To associate with us. Um, Sorry. Tell us how much you love them. I was surprised. Actually, I'm a little surprised, considering I thought Legends was a great fit for him. Consider, and uh, he didn't really have much. There's just too much. There's already too many fucking people on the Flash. So it was, it was perfect <laughs> for him to step away, go to Legends. They needed two people. So, like, he fit in. He just fit. He was a perfect fit for them. Uh, and and he kind of did. He got there at the end of the season, and he was worked out somewhat. And I and look at the end of the Flash, uh, like when we saw him, he said, "Ah, oh, I found a new family." Blah blah blah. He's happy. And then I can't wait to see how they, uh, you know, <laughs> he talks his way out of not being on Legends uh, after that finale. <laughs> but but whatever, it is what it is. He wants uh, to be a part timer. That's fine. It's that's been done. Uh, he's not going away forever. I didn't hate the actor at all. I thought he did an okay job. Um, I don't. I, again, he wasn't the best, uh, especially the interpretation. Their interpretation of Wally wasn't exactly what I was expecting. I wanted to see the more jokier Wally, and even in the moments when he was 
he was that a little bit lighter toned and his jokes were, he's just not naturally funny. At least he doesn't look like he's naturally <laughs> funny. You can tell he's acting funny, not just funny. And that's, there's a difference. Um, and that's fine for certain interpretations, but it is what it is. He is what it is. And look, he, and uh, this, I think this is probably the best version of Wally we got was this season. And that's unfortunate, but it is what it is. He'll be back on and off throughout the season. Fine. That means we're going to get, another person or two on Legends, and that's that's pretty cool. Like, who, who's going to be the new people on Legends? I thought yeah. Constantine one of them. Constantine is one of them, but he's not replacing yeah. Wally. He's he's in addition to Wally. So we got right. to see who they then replace Wally with. Um, right. And I will say, excuse me, him stepping away isn't my issue. So I don't mean to make it sound like I'm getting on him for stepping away. Wentworth Miller stepped away. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah, not and he shows issue. up every year. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. My issue is that if he does not want to do the character anymore, and by no means am I speaking for him because he did not say that. Um, but right. if that is something right. that he feels like it's not something he really wants to give his all to, he would like to do other things. He was in a movie that I think for Lance he did. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, no, about you're right. This guy that came out. Um, and I thought that was a really good, I thought that was a pretty good movie. It uh, wasn't the greatest, but I thought it was a good movie. Um, so, you know, if he decides he does want to step away, my only issue is CW kind of has somewhat of a history of like, all right, you know, that character has either died off or something like that. And it's like, don't kill the character off because someone wants to leave it. Like, I'll recast it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just recast it. No one would be, uh, no one would really care that much. So if he does want to do other things, just recast them and then get us more of a original feel of Wally. Um, but Kanan, what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, this seems like it just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, so I'm wondering if there, you know, there are some uh, backstage drama, um, you know, maybe with the writing team or with uh, Kanan and just maybe somebody on the cast. Maybe he didn't, maybe CW really wanted to push him off the show you know, off the flash and wanted to put him on legends and maybe he just didn't want to do that. So, because, you know, they hyped him up and, you know, they announced that he was going to be a full time, uh, character on legend. So maybe that's just something he didn't want to do. And, uh, you know, I know he said that he like, he wants to do other things. So this kind of part time, um, being on the show will give him, you know, more freedom to be able to pursue, um, other opportunities. Uh, but I just feel like there's something more there because I feel like, if it had been something that they mutually agreed with, uh, then I don't think he would have, you know, he would have done this, um, you know, so abruptly. It wasn't like, uh, you know, he did one season and then he left. You know, this was kind of like just out of nowhere. So I'm, I'm just wondering if there's more to the story than what's being reported. Um, you know, to me, I mean, it's really not going to hurt my feelings any. Um, you know, if he's part-time, I feel like, like uh, Joel said, the shows are already like, you know, heavy with cast members. I mean, they even turned Iris into the Flash somewhat. So I mean, is eventually everybody on that show <laughs> going to have a superpower? I mean, what the shit, man! It, it needs to be Flash and the Super Friends because everybody on that show is going to end up having some type of superpower. I don't know why they can't just make the show about Flash and 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 go from there, but. You know, and Legends already has a really uh, big cast with Constantine coming on. I think that's who fans really want to see more. So I don't think that they're going to miss, 
you know, Kid Flash too Kid much. Flash. Um, but, you know, like I said, I think I, I feel like he really probably wanted to stay on Flash. Uh, something happened, and uh, he just said, mm. I feel like he's going to do probably one more season, and then if some, something doesn't turn around, I think this may be the last time we see him. Well, I will say that if I was him, <clears throat> if you brought me in a room and told me, hey, uh, we love what you're doing with the character, but we're going to put you on Legend so we can make room for Elongated Man, I would have quit that day. Um, so, I, I mean, if that was one of the things. <laughs> Elongated that... <laughs> Man was awesome, though. <laughs> no, no, he was. He was. He was. It's no shade to the actor or the character, but it's just like, dude, I'm Wally West one of the most important characters in the Flash, like, in the whole Flash mythos, and you're telling then me... Then you got to tell him, then act like it. Act like what? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No comment. Uh, no comment. Dane's <laughs> like, I said my piece. <laughs> All right, so before we get into trailer talk, let me not be rude. Let me introduce Nick. Welcome, Nick. What's up, everybody? Yeah. Yes, All Nick right. is here. Sorry, uh, yeah, I'm here, Dane. Uh, just so, you know, get over it, fucker. All right. <laughs> so, Nick, we have a bunch of questions to ask you about Arrow, Flash, Legends, Gotham, all that. You ready? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, Do you have to listen to any uh, of it? <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> it would be Nick on mute. That's pretty much what his answers to everything would be. Um, guys, <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk some trailers. We had a crap load of trailers, uh, so let's get into it. The first one we can kind of get into is let's start with let's start with Ooh. Bumblebee before we get into the one that I think we all desperately want to jump into. Let's start with Bumblebee. Um, I heard a few complaints from from a few people about it. Uh, my response was the feeling I got from that trailer was the same feeling I got when I saw the very first trailer for the first. Transformers live action movie that it was going to be fun um, you know a lot of cool action scenes uh, you know seeing Optimus you know and Megatron on the screen for the first time was just great so I kind of got the feel of this is just going to be a fun film I'm not putting more on it than, than it should be and I'd love to see what, what John Cena uh, does in his role I have no idea if he's a villain I have no idea what the hell is going on in that first trailer um, but we did see Starscream as the original, um, not what Michael Bay turned him into in his in his franchise. Um, so it just <laughs> looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, you guys know I had to do, do a Michael Bay dig somewhere. Um, <laughs> it just looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I like what we got from the cast. I have no idea about the director, um, so I'm not putting much expectations on it. Uh, but, Nick, I'll start with you. What were your thoughts of the Bumblebee trailer? Uh, I- yeah, <laughs> like, I didn't think it was a bad trailer. I just don't, like, I've never liked any of the Transformer movies. Um, like, I, I'm, I'm willing to, like, pl- kind of play, wait, and see, but the trailer didn't do a whole lot to, like, like get me hyped, um, considering that, you know, I already have never liked any, even the first Transformers, which I know I think all of y'all thought was pretty pretty good. Um, but even that one, I was just like, eh. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I just don't care. Um, I, I'm happy that Michael Bay is not doing this stuff anymore. Um, first of all, like, I, I really would like to see Michael Bay get back and, and do some stuff like he did in his earlier um, career, like Bad Boys, 
Um, like, Fucking Lobo! <laughs> yeah, Lobo would be cool. Um, but like you know, something like get it, it, just get away from Transformers because they've gotten progressively worse and they've never been great. So like you know, he's he's so that's I think that's good for all parties considered. Um, and I guess it, from what I gathered, this is kind of like a prequel to the right. um, yeah, like it's like getting his origin. <laughs> right. Um, so, like, you know, that aspect of it, I guess, is kind of cool. Like, you know, you get get to see, like, a new crop of characters. It doesn't have to, like, be super connected to everything that Michael Bay's already done. Um, so, like, I'm willing to give it a chance, but I'm definitely, it'll be, a, a like, a Redbox rental, if anything, for me. It might even be, like, wait until it hits HBO, which is, which is probably what it's going to be. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you, really. I mean, hashtag keep there. Michael Bay away from our childhood, uh, our childhood, pretty much. Keep Michael Bay as far away Everything from anything that we was, watch yep. as, as kids. Uh, <laughs> Lobo, I agree with you, Dane, it's fine. I even broke down and said, I'm Make fine with Michael sequel. Bay doing, I'm fine with Michael Bay doing original oh, content. Oh, yeah, dude. Because I think he's, I think he's great with original content. My issue with Michael Bay is when he has to work off of source material. He seems right. really bad at doing that. Um, so, you know, maybe we'll have to wait and see what the whole Lobo thing. But, um, but like, seriously, the, like, uh, uh, the Rock sequel would be awesome. Like, you know, like, you could have a totally new name. Like, Nick Cage needs work. Everyone knows that guy needs work, like, really bad. Um, like, I'm, I'm sure if it was, like, 100. Yeah, but, like, you could have yeah. Sean Connery just kind of have, like, a uh, like a cameo role. I love um, that animal trainer. <laughs> um, Sean Connery, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but, yeah, yeah. dude, like, you, you want to, like, tap into, like, some, some material that, like, you know, has some potential. Like, go back there. That would be That would be dope. I'd be cool with that. Yes, just stay away from Transformers, Ninja Turtles, G.I. Joe, right. anything like that. Um, but, Joel... <laughs> Hasbro. Um, I heard you chiming in. Yes, stay away from anything Hasbro. Um, but I heard you chiming in, Joel. So I wanted to to hear from you. What were your thoughts on the Bumblebee? Yeah, you want to uh, shut up. Trailer? Right? Uh, exactly. <laughs> I am a fan of the the trilogy. I like the original initial trilogy of Transformers. Uh, um, I like. I saw the first one actually this week again because it was on, and. Um, I did, I did. I liked uh, Shia LaBeouf a lot in those movies. Uh, the designs of the Transformers have probably always been my biggest thing. I could never tell the difference between the face and the ass of these things. I could never, because they all look <laughs> the same. Um, and that's a, that's a problem, you know? That's <laughs> an issue. Um, but if you watch the new trailer, uh, Bumblebee looks good. Like, he looks, like, you, I can tell what goes where. I mean, it, it kind of looks like the old cartoon and the comic book put together, like, in the toys. But I can actually make out what I'm looking at, and I, I really appreciate that. And so it kind of looks like a more intimate story based on the trailer itself, um, and that's cool. That's fine. You know, the, the last couple Transformers movies have not been very good to the point where I think the one before the most recent one, because I haven't even seen the last night, that's the one before that. I got physically sick watching that movie. It gave me motion sickness. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, but I really want to see this, this franchise succeed because I've always been a, fran- uh, a Transformers fan even though more or less I've been the closer a Beast Wars Transformers fan, but I like the the car ones too. I just want to see this 
franchise succeed in some capacity, I think it can be revised because I think I, I have I'm a, I have a thing for robots, big robots. I, I like it. It's a, it's a cool thing. So I hope I hope it does well. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And honestly, I think the the best transition for them would be, um, even though I know you're doing this Bumblebee movie, but you can just say that's that's a one off. Go right into Beast Wars. Completely avoid doing a whole nother reboot of of the Transformers we just saw. Because I think if you do Beast Wars, you can get people like, all right, this is completely different. It's completely new. I'm all in. Rather than, like, if you do the the cars again, then it's just kind of like, I don't know. I really hated, like, the last four you did. So it's like, I, I don't know, especially if, if Bumblebee isn't all that good. <laughs> then I think you definitely have to reboot it and just do Beast Wars. Um, right. But, Dane, um, how sad are you that your friend Mark Wahlberg seems to have been replaced by John Cena? Hey, well, it's kind of fucked up. What, what's up with that? Why is it John Cena? Is it because you're from Boston, too? That's fucking bullshit. I don't even fucking care. I'm mad. And I'm also suddenly, like, like scared. I don't know why. I'm paranoid. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, he had to leave. Um, yeah, he didn't sound happy. I think that... Yeah, he was he was pissed, um, and I, I mean I don't blame him. But um, I I actually think this looks this has a lot of potential. Um, I'm a big fan of Travis Knight, the director. Uh, he's yeah. the animator uh, that made Coraline, basically a lot of the Leica movies, Coraline, Paranorman, uh, the Box Trolls, and then he made his first directing debut with Kubo and the Two Strings. Not only do I think there is potential with this movie of just erasing the fucking current ones, which is set in the past, mm-hmm. I would just stay there and just keep on going forward, and you can connect them if you want, but just don't until I guess you have to. I don't know why you would. I would just pretend they don't exist. Uh, and honestly, I love you. I love your idea about the Beast Wars. I would let him do this with Leica, uh, possibly with that animation, that stop motion, crazy ass animation with Beast Wars, I and mean, that'd be kind of like interesting. As like an offshoot, but uh, I I thought the trailer was cool. It kind of reminded me of like I know this is kind of sacred, but like ET uh, and a little bit of Chappie, and I know that's not sacred, uh, but I'm just saying like <laughs> certain aspects of of both of those movies. It just it gives off an '80s feel, and I heard that that's kind of it, it seems like everyone's doing that, and it's very trendy. But it, it seems mm-hmm. like he's going for that, and he's trying to take more of. Uh, I don't know, the, the a different qualities than what fucking Michael Bay saw in the Transformers. So if they can use this as a relaunching point and kind of pretend those other ones don't exist or do whatever, just, just, just with different directors like this that I think have a hell of a lot more potential of making these movies um, something with heart and more than just a stupid action film, if that makes sense. And if you want, if you really want to start this universe, put it all in the 80s. I mean, these, that's where these characters were. So if you want to make this mm-hmm. shared universe with all these 80s franchises, put it in the 80s or wherever the fuck they have this, early 90s or whatnot. So I'm down for right. this. I, I'll see it. I, I, but I'm definitely, at the same time, going to wait to see what everyone th- says about it before I go see it. So it's a second weekend potential movie for me, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I agree with you. Um, Kanan, what is the likelihood that if they do Beast Wars, we see Ted make an appearance? I don't give a shit about Beast Wars. I hate Beast Wars. I oh don't my care. God. It's an, abomina- it's an abomination right. of Transformers, so I don't uh, know. I want a Beast Wars movie. No, 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 no. Wait, anyway. wait, 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 wait. Jesus Christ. 
Oh, no, I, I've, I've never, I've never been a fan of, of Beast Wars. So, anyways, if I, but I do agree with Dane that uh, if this one does really well, uh, then they, you know, then you know maybe they can move on. I don't think they're gonna continue on though because they said that once this is done, then they're gonna completely reboot uh, the Transformers franchise and go a different direction. So I, I fully expect them to do some type of crossover uh, with either GI Joe or uh, Power Rangers or something. I mean, now that Hasbro owns everything, um, I think we'll definitely see that down the line. Um, Off Park Studios. I thought that. Yeah. Uh, I thought that the trailer looked fine. I mean, I'm not a big Haley Steinfeld fan, so um, oh, you know, God. I know a lot of girls will probably go and watch this uh, whoa, whoa, you know, whoa, movie whoa. for hey, her. Hey, hey, Wait a minute, hey, she's hey, a watch, great watch actress. Hey, hey, watch your mouth. I'm done. Watch your mouth. I'm done Listen, Kanan, because we upset you about not getting Lonsdale, don't ruin Haley for us, okay? <laughs> so just move on, move on. Don't ruin that for us. Move on. Oh my gosh! All of a sudden she gets put into. All of a sudden she's the voice of Gwen Stacy, and she's the greatest fucking actress to ever grace the screen. Oh, so anyway, wait, wait, how many movies? Here's a question: Name a movie with Haley Seinfeld that you've actually seen. Name two of them, actually. I've seen Pitch Perfect two, Pitch Perfect three. Oh, great choices! Great choices! What movie that you think? Edge of seventeen, maybe. I don't I don't know. Never mind. All right, continue, Kanan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, okay. Anyway. It's perfect. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I know she was in uh Three Days to Kill, but that movie was Kevin Costner, so I mean that's the only reason to watch that movie. Um you don't get me. Oh my gosh! All of a sudden, I don't like Haley Steinfeld, and y'all turn into a bunch of fucking prima donnas <laughs> and get me off track. <laughs> well, like a bunch I want to interview who the fucking like kids like an all woman slumber, like an all like an like an all woman slumber party. Y'all got your fucking periods all at one time. Anyways, wait, time out. Hold on. Hold on. She was like eight years old. Anyway, hold on. Anyway, I'm losing it. I gotta mute oh, myself boy. now. I'm muting myself. Wait, hold on. Anyway, time out. <laughs> time out. Hold on, because this has gotten crazy. This has gotten super crazy. All I am saying is, Caden, please continue what you were saying about the trailer, and let's keep her out of your mouth, please. <laughs> Oh, also, I do want to add this, this, Kanan, before I pass it back to you. If you do not think she is that good of an actress, watch a movie called True Grit to where she completely owned that stage with Jeff Bridges and Matt Damon. She rocked that shit, bro. And if you watch that movie, you're still not a fan of hers? And you didn't like her from True Grit? Dude, that was... No, her. Gosh, come on, man. She's that after that movie, dude. Yeah, I'm not saying she's not badass, but 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 I watched that movie for Bridges. I didn't watch that movie for her. That was like her first movie ever. Doesn't mean she didn't do a good job. I never (laughs) said she didn't do a good job. Don't like any other trailers. Finish about Bumblebee. (laughs) Finish about Bumblebee. (laughs) Anyways, yes, back to Bumblebee. Uh, So, anyways, I thought the trailer was really good. They kind of kept the Decepticons to a minimum. Uh, I know a lot of people think that the jet is Starscream. 
but I've read that that's not confirmed. And in fact, um, the jet that they show is not an F-15, which is Starscream's G-1 uh, look. Um, it's actually an uh, F-4 Phantom, an F-4 Phantom two. Um, so, you know, that's kind of a bummer, you know, to think that maybe Starscream won't be in it. Uh, but other than that, I mean, I thought it was really good. I'm interested to see, uh, how big of a role John Cena plays. I know he's an agent, uh, you know, for sector seven. Is he a villain? Yeah, it looks like it. He, I guess he, I guess he's kind of like taken in for, um, oh, uh, the other, uh, can't think of his name now that plays him, but, uh, the sector. Yeah, John Totoro, the Josh, Sector Josh 7 Mo. agent. For, um, so, yeah, I guess <laughs> I like he kind, I'm ashamed he's kind I of a villain. But the, he shouldn't. He's a great but, actor. <laughs> but, no, there, but there I'm will be... In the context of the movie. Sorry, go ahead, Katie. <laughs> but there will be uh, Decepticons in the movie, so I think those will be the actual villains. Cool. Nice. All right. <clears throat> Kanan, I will say this. Before we move on to our next trailer, uh, everything you said was like the easiest way to end our friendship. Uh, so just keep that in mind. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's okay. okay. That's okay. I wanted to I wanted to talk about the trailer that's got over three million views and was one of the most talked about trailers uh, of the week, which was Widows. Uh, but that got shot down. So I'm, I'm sorry, I don't agree with <laughs> He's on a uh, Haley Seinfeld. <laughs> Uh, right. Wait till we get to the, the oh my god in the spider web or whatever. <laughs> Somebody sounds like a widow. Yeah, <laughs> shut up, Joe. Uh, I hope you right, get bit so by a black in. widow and a white widow, Kanan. <laughs> let's get into uh, let's get into the trailer that we all wanted to talk about. This is possibly one of the biggest trailers uh, within like the past few weeks. Um, so without further ado, let's talk Lego Movie Two. All right. Uh, uh, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you guys? Were you not all on the same page? I thought we were on the same doing the Halloween thing and never let them back on the show. <laughs> um, all right. No, seriously. I keep the bills, uh, Nick. Paid. Asshole. Nick, I'm gonna go to you first because um, I know you were really you and Dane especially were like super excited to talk Halloween. Uh, so I'm going to yes. go to you, Nick. What were your thoughts on Halloween? Uh, I will say to me, scared the crap out of me. Um, I don't remember the original one, but now I'm, like, really scared to see it <laughs> because I feel like <laughs> this is going to be, no? like, that times 30. No, no, I didn't say I haven't seen it. I don't recall. Like, I don't I don't remember it. I have to, like, watch it again. I, I think I did see it. I don't know. I'm going to have um, to bring anyway. you over some movie watching. Sounds good. Sounds yeah, good. Uh, I have a lot I have to catch up on. Um, but Nick, sorry, what was your thoughts on the Halloween trailer? Well, let me let me start this off by saying the original is is arguably the greatest like slasher movie of all time. Um, so yeah, you yep. definitely need to if you don't remember it, definitely go back and and watch it again because it's fucking awesome. Um, and the second one's okay, and then the third one didn't even have Michael Myers, and then the fourth one, and everyone after that was pretty much garbage. John Carpenter. We didn't, had nothing to do with we, didn't fucking, we didn't fucking ask for a flashback of every goddamn Halloween movie. Just answer the fucking question about the trailer. Jesus fucking Christ. Somebody's <laughs> fucking, like, itchy today. That, Jesus. You're you're delaying more time till it gets around to you just by chiming in, Kanan. So you know, just keep that in mind. Um, but uh, we never about Haley Steinfeld for about six hours. That was you, Kanan. <laughs> <Just, uh, laughs> <laughs> 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 nevertheless, uh, I digress. Um, 
the we, we brought uh, Dane and Kane and I had a show where we brought this up, and I wasn't super excited about it. The two of them were already sold on it, um, uh, based on Jamie Lee Curtis's comments. This trailer got me so fucking hyped, like. Just the the way that it's set up, the way that they build the trailer, the way that it looks like Jamie Lee Curtis's character has evolved over the 40-year time span. Um, and this obviously takes place uh, – they're pretty much omitting everything but the first one, which I like. I mean, like I said, the first one uh, is is golden, and, and the rest of them are, are – one, you know, the second one's okay, and then the rest are garbage, which is why I brought that up, Kane. Um, so I like the fact that they're omitting that. Uh, and Jamie, like I said, Jamie Lee Curtis just looks badass when she, you know, says to the officer she's been waiting for him to, to get out so she can fucking kill him. Like, I was like, oh, shit. And then the, the line that really got me, like, I was telling Dan the other day, the line that really just fucking, like, I was so sold on it is when she's walking through the house with the gun and she's like, Michael, like, this is fucking aliens, like Sigourney Weaver, badass bitch, gonna fuck fuck some shit up. Like, I love it. I think this is going to be awesome, and I can't wait to see Jamie Lee Curtis just be a fucking badass and uh, take this motherfucker down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I disagree with anything you said there. Uh movie gave me... Uh, not the movie. The trailer gave me uh, constant chills. Um, Dane, uh, what were your thoughts? Burn this motherfucker down! I liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked the trailer. Um, I am. I used to be a huge horror buff. I definitely still love horror movies, but I kind of got out of them as much as when I was in high school. Um, Halloween was my favorite horror movie. It was one of my favorite. I, I, I agree with the whole top slasher. Um, this trailer was awesome because it embodied, I feel, the spirit of the original one in a way that I haven't seen in a long time. Um, I've already said on here before I was not a fan of Rob Zombie's interpretation. I'm a fan of Rob Zombie's work. I just thought that he depended a little bit too much on gore as opposed to camera angles and and, and lighting um, and gave a backstory to a character that probably just didn't need a backstory. But this looks awesome. Um, I'm just I'm floored that, you know, Dan McBride, uh, and I forgot the director's name is, but, like, they came together – John Carpenter's style of cinematography is even seen in this. I, I feel like they were studying mm-hmm. him because you watch you watch The Thing, The Fog, Halloween. It doesn't matter. Big Trouble, Little China. He has a certain style. That's, it, it, it's very reminiscent of, of Hitchcock. It, he just knows how to get angles in there, so you, it kind of messes with your head a little bit. And that's what I love about this. It looks like it's a return to that flavor. And um, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm excited. The only thing that I can say is, not necessarily a bad thing, but I understand why they omitted the second one, even though I enjoyed the second one. Um, just because of the ending, it makes no sense. Uh, Loomis blows them up and shoots them in the face a bunch of times. So if you're going to say it's from there, it doesn't make sense unless you have to go back and kind of like, I don't know, uh, redo that scene to make it look like that was maybe something he flashed in his head or something like that and apprehended him. But he's only had three kills previous. That's kind of a minor thing, I guess. Um, He's going to definitely catch up in this movie, it looks like. I love that, that teeth part that was, like, just creepy as hell. And um, uh, I love the music. I love that John Carpenter's, like, really down with this, and he's very excited. He hasn't been excited about a Halloween movie since, I think, the first two that he made. Um, and I can't wait to see this character done the right way. Uh, and they haven't done that in a long time. If you don't believe me, watch uh, Halloween H2O. 
I agree with you. It definitely seems like a love letter to John Carpenter movies in general, but especially the original Halloween, and that's awesome. No, and I agree, and I just want to say that I love this movie. It was John Campion said this, and I completely agree with the statement, but he said it's a hunter against a hunter, and they've both been, you know, training, if you will, for this moment to go against each other, and Jamie Lee Curtis looks like a fucking badass. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, that is very true. Uh, Joel, so I asked you the million-dollar question. Um, is it true that Michael Myers indeed is black? I go to you. Uh, I think you nailed it, Juwan. I think you nailed it. Um, and now you can't dispute it because of the fact that we, he's, he's more a mystery now than ever, considering they've completely erased the second, third, fourth, five, fifth, sixth, eighth, twenty-fifth. The point is, now only the first one matters. I don't know. I've seen Austin and, Powers. I'm pretty sure he's white. <laughs> Mike Mike Myers is. You're correct. Um, but Michael Myers, as we know, um, is a psychopath, an old guy. And now he's going to be a 65-year-old serial killer who's just been uh, – has come back for – Old guessing, Man Myers. <laughs> old Man Myers is back. He's doing his thing. Um, Get off my lawn. But – I got a question. I do have one question. What he didn't get arrested at the end of the first one. Didn't he just disappear? I forget. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. That's yeah, what I thought he too. Did. He does. He gets shot and then he falls off that balcony and then when Donald Pleasance goes to look over the balcony, he's gone. Um okay. so that that would have been something that didn't actually happen on screen that they are just throwing in there like he was I, I mean, I guess it would make sense if he was shot, you know, six times or however many times it was, and he fell off a right. balcony. He would, he's not going to get far. He's going to get picked up by right. you know, a police I, officer. I got you. All right. I like that. That's not bad. All right. I can believe it. I can't wait to see how they explain it. That's going to be fun. Um, the trailer was amazing, though. Um, as a big fan of Halloween myself, I'm a big horror guy. Um, it was really nice to see. Jamie Lee Curtis looks amazing in this movie. Uh, she looks so badass. Michael Myers looks like a badass again. And that look, and I'm one that I didn't hate the whole uh, Rob Zombie, at least the first one. I really, I liked the first one a lot. The reboot was pretty interesting. Yeah, I liked his <laughs> version um, of uh, uh, Michael Myers. Second one was completely what the fuck. But the first one, not, not totally <laughs> terrible for me. <laughs> but this new one, I'm really excited to see where it goes, how how they do it, and how they explain certain things. I know a couple people are disappointed that the second one isn't really canon anymore, but that's only... If you don't, if like, if this movie sucks, we're gonna pretend it never happened, right? So the same thing with the other ones. Like you still have those movies if you're really that upset. But this is an alternate sequel to the original movie, so go with that. Yes. No. <clears throat> and like I, I was a fan of kind of how he went into um, kind of the mind of of Michael Myers, Rob Zombie did in the first one. I agree with you, Dave. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the best movie, um, but I love how he kind of just dug into like how much of a psychopath this guy was from a young age uh, and then grew yeah. into like this mass murder. So I did like that, but I won't disagree with you that it wasn't like the greatest movie, uh, like shot movie or even written movie, but I did like what he no. did. Um, well, setting I, up I think the, Michael Myers is. <clears throat> I, I will say, I actually think that the, it's not the cinematography and the story so much. It's, Rob Zombie could have done what he did with the first uh, House of Thousand Corpses was basically Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but his version of it yeah. is even, like, dialed up. If you wanted to do a Halloween one, he should have done some type of tributary type of concept and not call it Halloween is, is basically what I think. Because it was just it, – it's blood and gore. I agree with that. 
more than than uh, some of the original traits of the original movie. Unlike this, not to mention, <laughs> not to mention, it would have been cool to have his original property still exist in that in that universe with thousand House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Like I think that yeah. would have been a cooler concept. But fair enough. The universe, man. <laughs> uh, Kanan, what were your thoughts on the Halloween trailer? Um, before I get into the trailer, I just want to say, you know, in regards to Rob Zombie's Halloween, I think, I think his movies just came out at a time when the remakes were kind of going in that direction. I mean, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake was really gory, but I think it's one of the best remakes um, uh, ever made. I mean, I love the the first remake of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre like with Jessica Biel, um, and I think that's just I, with the Scream and, and all that stuff kind of coming out. There's you know, kind of being the gore behind it. I just feel like. Um, that's kind of where the movies went, you know, and Rob Zombie is a very gory director. Um, now Halloween two, I, I think gets most of the hate. I think there are a lot more people that appreciate the first one. Uh, like Jawan said, I really liked it that we got into, into the, the mindset of M- Michael Myers as a kid, you know, to kind of find out why he becomes the way he is. I mean, he's a fucked up family. Uh, whereas the Michael Myers in the Carpenter version, um, you know, he really didn't have a motive. I mean, he looked like he was a well-off child. That was the point. Um, <laughs> yes. But, I mean, when you have fucked up families and an abusive stepfather or boyfriend or whatever, I mean, and a slutty sister, I mean, it kind of leads into that. Like, you know, you kind of, you don't really care for the Myers. So, like, when he kills the sister, you're like, yeah, that's what the bitch gets and stuff like that. Um, but, I mean, I see where Rob Zombie was going. I mean, I really like his, <laughs> I really like his version. But as far as... Uh, uh, I really like the I really like the, ma- really the mask as well from uh, Rob Zombie's uh, Halloween. Um, yeah, I like Tyler Maine too. He was just a beast. I mean, dude was huge. He was huge. Uh, yeah. He didn't have he didn't have to be a he supernatural Michael Myers. He could <laughs> he could go and do, he could go and do all these things and uh, you know he didn't need to be a supernatural like they kind of made Michael Myers after Part Two. Um, right. But as far as the trailer goes. Uh, the trailer throws a lot of nods to the previous uh, Halloween movies. Uh, in the trailer, there's a, an Easter egg for the the hole in his mask where Lori stabbed him with the sewing needle in the first movie. Uh, we see the sh- uh, silver shamrock mask from The Witch from Part 3. Um, a lot of that bathroom scene was very Rob Zombie uh, from the first movie when he killed... Um, Joe Green yeah, I remember that. That was his, cool. Uh, and took his jumpsuit. I mean, this Myers, you know, you see him stick his hand over and drop the teeth and then use the uh, other reporter guy's head to bash the door in. A lot of that's a nod to, uh, you know, Rob Zombie's uh, Halloween as well. Now, I know that Michael Myers did that in uh, some of the other movies, like Part 4 and Part 5, but, you know, you know, a lot of that was like the teeth, man. That was very Rob Zombie. That was very gory, but that was really cool. Um, to see that. Um, I just love the feel of this movie. Uh, the music's on point. It's it's exactly what Carpenter wanted. I mean, we got to remember that Halloween 2 came out in 2009, and we have been almost 10 years without a movie, and they it's been in development hell. We're supposed to get a sequel to Rob Zombie's Part 3 without him being the director. There was supposed to be a Halloween 3D. So, I mean, honestly... Halloween is probably my most anticipated movie of the year now. I know there's a lot of other movies coming out, but I'm a huge horror fan. I've always been a Michael Myers fan, and it's just good to finally see him back. And, I mean, he's back. 
I mean, the OG cast, I mean, Donald Pleasant's got rest his soul. He can't be in the movie. But Nick Castle, the original Michael Myers is back. Uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is back. I mean, it's got a really, you know, good cast. Uh, Will Patton is the uh, the sheriff. So I'm just excited, man. I mean, that trailer blew me away. And I went and looked at everybody's review or uh, comments about it, and everybody's on board. So I think this movie is going to be huge. I mean, it's going to be a huge winner for Blumhouse. Um, yeah, I mean, just everything. I mean, this is, like you said, Dane, this is Hunter versus Hunter. Uh, but, you know, even Lori Strode in H2O, she had been waiting for him to show up. Uh, but I think this is going to be a different feel. This is going to be a classic uh, Michael Myers with, you know, a little bit of a twist. Yeah, <clears throat> let's, let's hope for it. But huge shout-out to Blumhouse. Um, Kanan, we just did work with Blumhouse for um, Upgrade, right? Yes, Upgrade. Freaking fantastic movie. If y'all haven't gone to see it yet, you've got to see Upgrade. I've heard good uh, things. That, I, I that movie is so is so badass. It's so much more than you think it's going to be, um, but you really have to see it to uh, to appreciate it. Yes, yeah, and we got a retweet from the director and from Ben McKenzie. So yes, yeah, shout awesome. out to Blumhouse, um, and shout out to uh, to Upgrade. Really good movie. Uh, make sure you guys go out and see it. And again, shout out to Blumhouse. <clears throat> Get us tickets to Halloween. Uh, anyway, uh, let's move on to our other trailers. We have a few more trailers to get into. Um, let's get into Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, man, man, was that visually, visually was that so much fun. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Joel. Isn't John Krasinski the, the voice of Peter? No. Uh, I forget what his from name New is. Girl. Yeah, the guy from New oh, Girl. Oh, okay. Um, Wait, so wasn't there a report that it was John Krasinski, or am I making that up? Uh, there was I a lot of weird reports out there. Yeah, probably. Yeah, was, I, I, I thought so. Because as soon as I heard him talk, I'm like, all right, so was it for movie pilot? when were they? Yeah, I was. Oh no, it wasn't yeah. for movie pilot. No, um, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't remember where I saw it, but I know better than to ones. believe those. Um, but no, I really did enjoy the, enjoy the trailer. Uh, it had that great humor that I wanted. Um, I love the family background of Miles. I love how his dad isn't that much of a fan of Spider-Man and kind of what he represents as a vigilante. Um, and then I love that huge out of nowhere, Gwen, <laughs> Gwen Stacy just popped, popped up. Um, yeah. Played by Haley um, Steinfeld, by the way. Voiced by Haley. Yeah, Steinfeld. yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's not mention that. Warning, <laughs> warning. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I did love. I did love the heart of the episode. I'm uh, not the episode. I'm sorry. Of the trailer, and I love. Uh, I love what it looks like. We're gonna get from it. So, Joel, I'll go to you first as our resident Miles Morales fan. <laughs> um, what were your thoughts on Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse trailer? I loved it. I absolutely had a great, great time with it. I, I love the animation. It's really, really good. Like, I, I was, I knew I liked it in the first time we saw it, like the small bit we got, like, a couple months ago. I think it was in December. But, man, man like, I loved, like, the look of it, and I loved the way, like, the pop-ups, like, the, like, you saw the text bubbles, and it was, like, I just loved a lot of, like, the representation that they had, the way they showed it. I loved the, the cast. Like, we were just talking about it, and it's, I think I just found his name. is Jake Johnson, who was the voice of Peter Parker in this. Um, oh, okay. From New Girl. Oh, I love yeah, his music. 
Shamik Moore's in this, Haley Steinfeld's in this. Um, uh, there's a whole bunch of other people that are in it. But um, Lisa Shriver, who apparently is playing Kingpin, I, I didn't know yeah. that. That's cool, man. Um, so that's cool. Uh, I, I really, really enjoyed the trailer. Uh, I love that we got, to, but really not for the first time, but in, in, in this way, a, a veteran Peter Parker with a rookie Spider-Man in um, Miles Morales. And we got to see that dynamic, and it's a dynamic that kind of felt kind of Batman Beyond-ish. Sort of, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I love how Peter's still broke. He's still broke, the fucker. After all these years, he's still <laughs> broke. <laughs> and you got, uh, and you got Gwen at the end. I can't wait to see how they explain that. And this is basically a animated version of the Ultimate Spider-Man comic book um, when Miles takes over. So I can't wait to see where it goes. Will they? Because it's into the Spider Verse. Do we see other versions down the line? Do they actually get into the Spider Verse aspect of it? I guess we'll see more at Comic-Con. But as of right now, I like what I see. I'm really excited for whenever it comes out. I think it's in December or something like that. Yeah, I think it's around yeah. there. November. <clears throat> I, I will yeah. say um, I will say that uh, I, I did love the aspect of the the Justice League uh, line that we kind of got from, from Peter to where Miles is yeah. kind of asking, like, how do I save everyone? And Peter just goes, just save one. Save one. Um, so I love that. Yeah. I really did love that. And you kind of got the feel of how um, Marvel is doing Stark and Peter, to where it's like a guy that has grown but still kind of isn't the guy you want to be your mentor. Uh, <laughs> he's still like a child at heart. Um, but at the end of the day, he's going to do whatever he, uh, whatever he has to to make sure that that kid's taken care of. And that's kind of what it looks like they're kind of going with um, – with, with Peter and Miles. But I do remember, Joel, because we saw the, the first trailer together at Ace Comic-Con. Didn't, yeah. in that first trailer, didn't it show Miles at Peter's grave? I don't think it showed his grave, but um, they, they show that Steve, because we didn't know Peter was in there at all to the very end when he was at the train right. station. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I don't remember seeing a grave, but I wouldn't be surprised if Peter dies in this. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, me too. Comic, you know? If it happens, yeah. it happens. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rewatch that because I, I thought it showed Peter at his grave and Miles kind of like uh, standing over it or something. But anyway, um, Dane, what were your thoughts on Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Um, I really I love the trailer. I dug the animation. Um, I really thought that the combination of like the Pixar look, if you will, kind of um, mixed with comic book stuff like Joel was saying was just awesome. And um, I love his voice cast. I, I think it's I think it's great. Uh, you know, Shamik Moore. I've, I've been a huge fan of since Dope. Um, I thought he was awesome in that. Uh, I think that he's perfect for this interpretation of Miles Morales. Um, I know uh, Haley Steinfeld. She's an actress. She's really really good. Uh, you know, she's gotten um, nominated for awards too, and she's a really really good actress. She brings stuff like True Grit, not just stuff like Pitch Perfect two and three. Um, <laughs> Uh, she's playing Gwen Stacy. <laughs> and, uh, and Edge of 17. I don't know if any of y'all saw that. that was, yeah, oh, yeah. And Edge of 17. That's what she got nominated off of. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Um, no, but, I, uh, you know, the fact that they have Spider-Man in this, I like it. I'm g- glad that he's kind of like, you know, a schlumpy schmuck because uh, he just he doesn't even have money for food and stuff. And I think this movie has a lot of potential. And um, I'm not saying they're going to do this, but I wouldn't be surprised if Sony has a strategy that, Say if 
Disney really is playing hardball with Kevin Feige saying they're not going to ever combine stuff, you know, uh, with, and this might be sacrilegious to some people, but, you know, most of my opinions are. Um, if they're never going to be able to get Tom Holland in their Sony universe, just say screw it. Alternate universe, like they're saying it is, put this movie in the timeline beforehand. I already think Spider-Man's going to die and let Miles Morales, you know, not necessarily interact, but have his animated stuff going forward. But if they ever wanted to have a Miles Morales live action, you know, show up in like a Venom movie or something else that they develop as a Spider-Man of that universe, Shamik Moore is the same age as Tom Holland anyways. He looks young as shit. He's about the same size, and he's a good actor. And I just think that, you know, you could do something there potentially um, if you have to. But uh, either way, I think this looks awesome and has a lot of potential. I think Sony's going to make a shitload of cash uh, with this and Venom. I think they're actually going to do really well with both those movies, but we'll see. Yeah, I I like where you were going there, because if you're Sony, what you can do is, because you don't have the greatest track record of Spider-Man, of uh, properly handling Spider-Man. So if I were them, I would do a few of of these animated movies, uh, release them strictly in theaters, not on like the Disney Channel or anything crazy like that. Um, see how that plays out, and if it just does so overwhelming, overwhelmingly uh, good, and Kevin Feige still at that point doesn't kind of let the, the two worlds of Sony and Marvel uh, mix as far as on screen, I wouldn't be upset if you just went from turning the animated into live action, and you just say that this is a continuation of the story, but instead of it being animated still, it's now live action, and you're creating a world of miles with no Peter Parker, you can say that he's dead or whatever, um, and then have Venom interact in that world, uh, and then just build a Spider-Verse just off that. I wouldn't be too opposed to that, um, even though I I still will hold on till Tom Holland retires as Spider-Man, that we'll get uh, a Tom Hardy, Tom Holland interaction. Um, Well, there was a Miles Morales uh, reference, sort of, in in Spider-Man 2, Tom Holland's, I mean... Donald Glover. Well, actually, I think it was a deleted scene. How he said he calls his um, his nephew and saying he's going to be late and smiles, and he's mm-hmm. obviously the prowler when he gets stuck to the uh, the car in that little cameo. But I mean, they don't have to yeah, deal no. with that either. So, well, no, that was that was an actual scene. That wasn't a, a deleted scene. It was when Peter um, webbed his hand to the trunk, and then he goes, he goes, "You're a bad guy. Like, why are you why are you helping me out?" And he goes. Well, listen, man. Like, I have a I have a nephew who who lives here, so like, I don't want these guns flooding the street either, or these weapons rather. Um, so we kind of got the the hint there of of, of Miles. The nod. Um. So yeah, the nod. So I would completely love that. The phone call that. was the and deleted then, scene. The phone call was the deleted scene, right? Um. Yeah, Donald Glover being the prowler would be so dope. But anyway, Kanan, what were your thoughts on Spider Man into the Spider Verse? Uh, yeah, I loved it. Uh, I thought that the trailer, I even told uh, Joel, uh, we were talking on Twitter about it, and I told him that uh, I felt like this is how Spider-Man movies should be. Uh, it's not that I disliked Homecoming, but I just felt like some of the Spider-Man yeah. aspects from the first movie and uh, Amazing Spider-Man, I felt like we kind of missed. Uh, this just had um, a lot of heart humor, I mean, a lot of Spider-Man action. Uh, it was cool kind of seeing Peter Parker uh you know, be this uh, disheveled hero, um, kind of like passing the torch a little bit to, to Miles. Um, the uh, the little end scene there with the uh, I was gonna I, I expected everybody to call her Gwenpool, but you know Gwen Stacy. Um, 
you know, was really cool to see, uh, you know, to see as well. Yes. Um, but it's, uh, no, I mean, it's going to be a huge movie. Uh, it's uh, definitely in a very crowded month. Um, so I, I think me and Joel was talking also about, you know, movies uh, kind of moving around a little bit, mm-hmm. um, you know, to avoid very crowded. You know, going, yeah, to avoid going up against uh, each other. But uh, no, I think it's gonna be a really good movie. I mean, it's it's it really hypes me up to see a uh, a Miles Morales live action uh, movie as well. So no, I mean it's got a really good voice cast. Uh, the animation is on point. Um, you know, I, I mean, like I said, and I, I think it just sums it up best. To me, this feels like how Spider Man movie should be. So I, I think a lot of people are gonna walk away from that film, um, you know, really excited. Yeah, no, I, I'm completely with you, and <clears throat> I will say this: um, with all the movies you were just referring to that that are around uh, each other, um, I think a good a good example of how it could work is how Infinity War didn't disrupt Deadpool two money, and Deadpool two didn't disrupt Han Solo money. Um, so if Aquaman, this, and whatever else is kind of coming out around the same time, I think if it's well enough space out. Well, Bumblebee. Transformers. There you go. Uh, Bumble, yes, I'm sorry. I think if they're well We've enough got Aquaman, out, you could have... Yeah, you know, Aquaman, Into the Spider-Verse, and Bumblebee. You can kind of space them out the same way uh, Marvel just kind of... Oh, Disney, rather, just did with their um, their property. So you can kind of do that, and it would still work out. Um, but, Nick, what were your thoughts of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? I liked it. Um, I, I, I agree with you all. I think the animation looks really cool. It's like a, It's a good combination of kind of the newer style of animation uh, mixed with some of the older style that, like, um, like I know, like, you know, Dane, myself, and Joel grew up with. Like, um, I know, Juan, you're a little bit younger than us, but, like, that, like, G.I. Joe um, style animation from, like, the late 80s and early 90s um, that, like, you know, that that's just, like, what I grew up on. Um, so I always mm-hmm. kind of have, like, a special place in my heart for anything that has that kind of style and, and kind of through the nineties. And then I think with kind of the popularization of anime, you started to see like this kind of new blend of stuff like early anime, not so much, but as it got more popular and, and, you know, kind of blended its way into regular cartoons, um, it started to change. And of course it's evolved several, several times since then. Um, but I really like the animation. The, the the scene at the end where Spider Gwen shows up, where they're you know in the in the tree in the forest or whatever, um, like the visuals in that scene, like the colors just pop and everything looks so fucking awesome. Um, I really enjoyed his little conversation with his dad and his dad getting on the speaker and like being <laughs> like, "All right, you gotta no say I love you now." Yeah, like that's great. That's fucking great mm. humor and like you know like. We all knew, like, we all knew a kid in school who is usually their mom, but, like, we all knew that, that, like, one kid in school who, like, you know, had the mom who was, like, you you have to say I love you, and, you know, like, um, you know, of course, like, now that we're all adults, it's, like, we would never miss an opportunity to say I love you to our parents, but, like, you know, when you're a kid and you're getting dropped off at school, you don't, like, you you don't want to be that kid, you know, so it was was cute, like, it, it, it definitely reminded me of, like, um, just just adolescence, um, and that's like situational humor that's like that you really like to see, um, not rely so heavily on 
um, over-the-top stuff or one-liners or slapstick, like just nice situational humor. Um, and so, yeah, so, I, I mean, I really enjoyed that. I thought, um, I thought like, just like y'all, I thought all the um, things about Peter were really cool. Like, um, by the way, a shout-out uh, on, on the use of the word disheveled, Kanan. Uh, love that word. Uh, <laughs> glad, we, glad we got that one into the show. Because, um, I, I mean, that perfectly describes him. Like, he's he's kind of a mess, uh, and, you know, he's you can tell he's older. Um, like, they definitely, they definitely like, uh, accentuate that. And, like, yeah, he, he, and, and to your point, Juwan, he definitely seems like the the – you know, uh, the mentor whose heart is in the right place, but maybe sometimes he, he's not always, you know, not not always the most reliable uh, source for, for mentorship. Um, he's no Miyagi, put it that way. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but nevertheless, sure. like, yeah, but I, like after, you know, I was, I was kind of the voice of dissent for the last one because y'all had all hyped it up before I saw it and I watched it and I was like, nothing fucking happened. <laughs> like, I like, I didn't realize it was just a teaser, but I was just like, I don't fucking care about, like, this didn't get me hyped. This one's getting me hyped. So like, I'm like, all right, cool. I'll probably go see this in theaters, honestly. That's yeah. And I, I thought the sloppy schmuck uh, was better than the shovel, but whatever. <laughs> I can definitely, um, <laughs> I can definitely relate to that scene, uh, that you were referring to Nick of the, uh, dad dropping the sun off. Definitely had a moment like that with Joel. But anyway, um, let's move on to our main topic. Um, um, we have a lot of stuff to go over I from could, our main shit, topic. I can just wait. Hold on. I can just imagine Joel like like giving Joel a ride to work or something, and like busting out like a like a fucking uh, what are they called uh, your, your megaphone or megaphone? or whatever. He gives him yeah. mustache rides. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being, like, being like Joel, oh, you didn't say I love you Like in front of all your coworkers. Well, anyway, uh, I, I'm sorry I'm, usually... I'm just kidding, I'm trying No, uh, no you're ahead. fine, Nick That is definitely how all of me and Joel's phone conversations end But let's move on <laughs> to our main topic uh, Dane, I'm going to let you introduce this topic uh, Because I just think it's fitting um, We had, oh, we had uh, oh, some God. Joker news we had some Joker news come up uh, in the recent uh, week or two. Dane, introduce this topic uh, for our listeners, please. First, I just want to just tell them feeling. <laughs> All right. Wow. Um, so basically, uh, so what we're going to be having is a not and not not originally what was you know. Uh, proposed, which was the Harley Joker movie. Now, Jared Leto is getting his own introduction movie prequel thing or something like that. Um, and at the same time, the next day, we got confirmed that we're going to uh, still get the um, Todd Phillips, Marty Scorsese uh, uh, origin story that takes place in the 80s with possibly uh, Joaquin Phoenix that's not 100% confirmed. Um, and it, it, what, what Juwan, when I'm taking this, am I passing it to everyone, or do you want me to go for my spiels right now? Uh, no, no, no. You can kind of go into uh, your thoughts on it, and then after you're done, you can pass okay. it. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Um, I think that's fucking stupid. I'm sorry. I think it's fucking ridiculous. I think that 
really what they're doing right now in D.C., um, I, I told you guys this. Uh, I think what they're doing is that they have a bunch of ideas on pieces of fucking paper in this giant room, and they let pigeons in the goddamn room. Whatever fucking – they feed the pigeons something, and whatever they fucking shit on is what they go for and fucking do. Because, look, I wanted I want to have faith in the fact that there's new people over there. Well, Hamad is now in charge, and he's, he's riling up the troops and trying all these things. And you got Spielberg wanting to do a – film over here and Peter Jackson might be available and stuff like that. That's great. And then instead of fucking saying Man of Steel 2 or the Batman, we get a Joker fucking introduction movie with Jared Leto who was probably even though I, had, I, I liked him and wanted to see more of him, was not liked by a lot of people originally. So I get the concept and the strategy of trying to fucking put him in a damn movie that gives you a little bit of the background but Joker, first of all, is not really a character that needs that, regardless, out of all these goddamn projects. And second of all, if you're going to get an actor that's won a fucking Oscar to play the role of the Joker in a Scorsese-produced, Todd Phillips-directed movie, why not just fucking tie this in all together and have Jared Leto play that Joker, flesh him out, give us reasons why he has the tattoos, give him a background, show how he went from you know, the same concept you're going to already fucking do, but connect it. I'm not saying you have to make every story connected. You can still do stuff that I feel like they're going to do from the killing joke and aspects of this stuff outside of, like, the Barbara Gordon shit, but, like, the early stuff, like the origin shit. Still do that in this and incorporate in that. And if you want to do a Kingdom Come movie that has nothing to do with this universe, go for it. But this makes no fucking sense to have two Joker movies coming out with different projects altogether Screw me and, and all of us guys because we're a small minority. The general public is going to have no idea what the fuck's going on. This is really weird and bizarre, and I wouldn't be surprised if Martin Scorsese's movie just goes out of existence or this does because I don't know what the fuck they're making this for. Why haven't we got Man of Steel 2? Why haven't we got the Batman? Any word about Green Lantern? It's obscure and random characters with great directors possibly on board. Possibly. But nothing, nothing. I, I, I don't know what the fuck this is. This is, this is fucking stupid. You know what really grinds my fucking gears is one of fucking brothers. There you go. That's it. Get it. Fucking pass the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess you were passing it like hot potato. Um, but yeah, no. <laughs> listen. Listen. Uh, I wasn't excited to, to hear that they were doing it only because it was like, <clears throat> if this was something you wanted to do, you knew that before you greenlit um, that Elseworld Joker solo to happen. So then it's like, we don't need both. If you're giving Jared Leto this solo so, like, he doesn't get super upset and want to leave as Joker, I don't think that's the way to do business. Now, if you're telling me that this has been part of your plan all along, that sounds even more idiotic because it's like, if this was your plan all along why do we need two Joker solos? Like, this isn't a character you need to do numerous interpretations of. Uh, we have him on TV, and then you want to do two other movies. That makes no sense. Um, I was telling Joel, because uh, I was the first one that was like, I'd be down for this, because I love Jared Leto uh, as, as Joker. I would love to see whether they do um, an endgame, like an endgame version, where it's kind of like from his perspective, uh, going up against Batman and Gordon and stuff like that, or you kind of do something to where it's like you show what happened um, in movie form with Harley Joker killing um, Jason Todd and then everything that, that came after that leading into Suicide Squad. 
Um, I'd be fine with something like that. Uh, so I, I don't hate the idea of them giving him a solo. I just don't like the idea of us having to have two movies about the same character that are solos. Um, but I'll go to you, Nick. Uh, what are your thoughts on Jared Leto uh, getting a solo movie, even though we also have an Elseworld Joker solo movie coming? I mean, I don't hate the idea. Like, I'm not as passionate uh, as Dane, but I do agree with Dane. It does seem like, it, it, and in fact, even when you were explaining it, Dane, with the so so elo- eloquently, I might add, uh, with the pigeon shitting on uh, stuff, um, it definitely it definitely reminded me of uh, the South Park episode with the the manatees. With the manatees? And, and, yes. Oh God. Yes, very much so. Um, and God. so it's even fitting that you you did the, the Peter Griffin voice. Um, it but, was uh, but yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean it, it, it it's uh, that's pretty spot on. It definitely kind of seems like it. I I would I would definitely say like don't uh, I I'm not holding my breath that you know, we're going to get either of these movies, much less both of them. If I, if I were to bet, I'd say we get one or the other. Um, that'd be, I mean, it seems like DC's kind of track record of, of announcing stuff. You know, like, we, we get an announcement, like, probably twice a month as far as something else that they've got, you know, planned. And it's a coin flip as to, you know, what we're going to get and what, you know, what's going to not even end up going into production. So, you know... Um, I'm not. I'm not overly concerned, uh, but I, I also will agree with you, Juwan. It, it doesn't make any sense, like one way or the other. If it was planned from the beginning, it, it doesn't make any sense that they would have done the Todd Phillips one. If it wasn't planned from the beginning, then you know why are they really doing it? Are they doing it just to please Jared Leto? Even that kind of seems weird to me. Um, you know, like I don't know. I like it, it. Definitely seems like DC is is still just. Try, like clamoring to try and get different ideas and different stuff because they, for whatever reason, can't get you know their the properties that we all really really want to see, i.e. Batman, Man of Steel two, um, off the ground, uh, and it's taken forever for them to you know to finally get Flash in the works. Um, so you know, uh, but we do have Shazam coming. We obviously have Aquaman uh, at the tail end of this year. Um, so, I mean, we do have some stuff to look forward to, but... I forgot about uh, the fucking Flash! Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's... It, well, it's been in production hell for so long. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's... It, it is daunting, uh, trying to keep up with all of this stuff. Um, and as much as I, like, um, I really, really like the, what I've... From what I've heard of the, of the Todd Phillips, uh, Joker movie, where it takes place... Uh, I think in the 70s or 80s, and it's going to have that kind of feel as far as him, like, taking on the mafia type type of shit, you know, from what I've read. Um, like, that's super fucking cool. So I'm, like, geek for that. Um, I, I would rather see that than, than see, you know, a, a Jared Leto Joker movie. Not that I dislike Jer- Jared Leto, but, like, I mean, that, that idea for, you know, a Scorsese-produced, uh, Joker origin movie that takes place in the 70s and you know like that or 80s or whatever it was like that's that seems a lot more unique and a lot cooler um, so I mean I, I'm pretty excited for that one this uh, it's going to really like you said Jordan, it's going to really depend on what kind of storyline they try to implement and go with um, but you know I would have been a lot more excited 
and a lot more down for both of these had we gotten a Joker Harley movie. Um, so hopefully that'll be kind of what it is. Um, like, cause that I would be down for. Um, but you know, we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, who fucking knows what, if it's going to happen and what it's going to be about if it does. Yeah, no, nah, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm completely with you. I, I think my biggest issue is, uh, the fan base wants them to get the 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 big six correct or the seven, however many they're they're implementing in with the main roster. Um, so these Elseworlds or these other spinoffs that you want to do, I think it'd be better if you kept it under wraps to like a comic con, like when you're actually like legit going into like you have a, a plan and everything. We already know we're getting Man of Steel two, Flash, Batman, Green Lantern, Shazam. So that's out of the way. Then if you want to introduce those Elseworld or other properties or whatever, that's that's great. But to us, it's like, all right, you're giving us something we don't want instead of what we do want, and then you're confused when we don't go and make these movies box office hit. Well, we don't right. want them. <laughs> so it's like you, you can't kind of be that, can, that naive uh, to where I feel as though they're kind of working out of being somewhat naive. Um, but uh, Kanan. Our resident DCEU uh, on-screen expert, uh, tell us what's going on in your boardroom meetings uh, about this, this Jared Leto movie. We're an audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. Uh, um, I want the PowerPoint. I mean, I'm not putting a whole lot of, of, uh, of stock into it right now. I mean, because even. Uh, you know, I know Variety is the one that broke it, but you know it's not been confirmed right now from uh, Warner Brothers. Uh, you know, Variety doesn't get everything right, so um, I mean, it is a little strange that they would have two Joker movies going at the same time. I don't know if this is just something to, um, uh, you know, like you said, to please Jared Leto. I think there's still ways to please Jared Leto. You know, you just put him in a movie. Uh, and, you know, let him do his thing, you know, let him shine and not cut half of his, uh, you know, his screen time. Uh, but, I, you know, like I said, I think this is still, you know, a wait-and-see approach. I think right now we just need to go with what's confirmed and and then look forward to that. So we know that they're going to do the Birds of Prey film. That's been confirmed. Warner Brothers has, you know, confirmed that. Uh, we know that Wonder Woman 2 is being filmed. Shazam's uh, actually already wrapped filming. And uh, Aquaman comes out in December. So right now that's what we have to look forward to. I mean, I think we'll know more um, for sure in July. Um, I'm hoping the rumors um, about Aslak wanting to stay on are true. I'm hoping we get some solid uh, information on the whole Green Lantern thing. Because uh, right now we're hearing a whole bunch of... Uh, Conflicting reports, you know, one person saying it's going to be John Stewart, then a couple other people are running with the the uh, Jessica Cruz, um, you know, Bass no. thing. I think um, so. <laughs> I think uh, so. I think we just need to wait till July, um, you know, and and see what Warner Brothers brings because it's going to be it's going to really be their Comic Con because from what I've heard, uh, Marvel's not bringing anything to uh, Hall H this year. Um, so everything is going to be, um, you know, up for grabs for Warner Brothers. I mean, so uh, we need to really see. I think they really need to announce Man of Steel too. I think that would. I think that's yep. what everybody wants to hear. And I agree with Dane. I mean, you're, you know, if Marvel comes out and confirms this Joker movie, doesn't confirm Man of Steel, 
then I'm really going to question what's going on because you already had people from Warner Brothers say that they want that they now want Superman to be front and center for their franchise. So if they come out and they don't say anything about Man of Steel two, and we get confirmation on two Joker movies. I'm going to really be like, okay, guys, I mean, you just don't, still don't have your shit together. I mean, you really don't know what you're doing. Uh, so we need some answers uh, in July, and I'm going to give them till July, and, you know, then we'll, just, then we'll see where we go from there. Now, if they come out and say Man of Steel 2 and Joker, okay, then I can be like, all right, well, at least we're getting Man of Steel 2. But, I mean, it's going to have to be something. I just don't want to see a bunch of footage. I want to know exactly uh, what Hamada's plan for DC is. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think if Warner Brothers is smart. They use this dysfunction to their uh, to their advantage. So you let these stories keep coming out that sounds like you guys have no idea what you're doing. And then the the night of or the day of uh, San Diego Comic-Con, when you come out, you know, you do something like have, uh, what's his name, the director for, for the Batman. You have him come out, and then you have him kind of just go over what his ideas for the Batman movie is, and then you have him do something cool like go, and this is who uh, will be playing Batman. And Ben Affleck comes out, and people goes people go insane. And then you have Jeff Johns or someone come out and confirm that we're getting a Green Lantern movie with Hal Jordan and John Stewart. It, you just have them really own the stage. I mean, when Marvel came out and Brie Larson came out of nowhere, I remember it was just like it was insane because they had had like a thousand people throughout the ten year or, or nine eight nine ten year process come out on stage and they were all on stage. Like that was such a huge moment. So if you can get something like that, if you're Warner Brothers for DC uh, on Hall H, you would completely own the night and you would bring somewhat of good faith back to your brand because people would go, okay, this is your slate. This is exactly what you're doing. And it's already started with Aquaman, Shazam, and Wonder Woman 2 is now being, uh, is now undergoing filming so if you can get that going and build that good faith when it comes time for Aquaman there should be no bad press around it when it comes time for Shazam there should be no bad press around it because you've kind of gained back that good faith so if they can do something like that I think they'll be fine going forward but if they don't oof but uh Joel uh, what are your thoughts well um like many of you I think it's stupid (laughs) but um I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, the, just at in its face, if you take it for face value, the idea of having two Joker solo movies in production at the same time is absolutely ridiculous. So I, I give this much, this as much credence as that Deadshot movie that they were apparently working on, because they're apparently working on every fucking thing, uh, except nothing, everything and nothing all at the same time, which is my favorite <laughs> about uh, this company. Um, but that's why I really kind of focus on 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 the stuff that's got directors and writers at this point. At this point, the Joker movie doesn't have a script. It's just Jared Leto producing it, and that's kind of all we go with it. Um, We got Aquaman coming up. We got Wonder Woman 2 filming now, and then we have Shazam already done filming in their post. So I'm worried about what's the next movie that's going to come up. I think think, uh, Birds of Prey might be coming up. Flash might be coming up. So those two will probably be coming in next. Um, I don't know. I'm, like, like Nick said, I don't. I have no real faith that either one will actually get done. Maybe one or the other. Probably not both. Um, and or the, at least it'll evolve into something else. Sort of like well, um, Harley started as a solo movie, a Harley Quinn solo movie, 
and then it became three different movies, Harley Joker movie, Sirens movie, um, and whatever the fuck the other one was. And then it eventually became a Birds of Prey movie with Harley Quinn in it. And hey, I'm all for it because I really want to see the Birds of Prey and she's in it. And that's what that solo movie became. And then you pour yourself Suicide Squad too, which may feature Harley Quinn uh, as well. And we've heard some Suicide Squad 2 news this week. So that's what Joker might become. It might not just stay as a solo movie. It may evolve into something else. It might bleed into something else bigger. But I think it's just an idea that's being thrown around, and then someone got wind of it, and then they ran with it, and that's kind of why we're talking about it today. Um, the Elseworld shit, as another, that's another thing altogether. Apparently, that's a, that's a branding thing that they want to do with Elseworld stories, which is also fine. I'm not sure why the Joker origin movie that no one cares that really wants to know about um, why, why that's a thing, but it is, and I'm cool with it because they have interesting people attached to it. But yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to take it for what it is. I don't have much faith in it. It is what it is. It probably becomes something else down the line. It's just, unfortunately for Warner brothers and DC, the news just comes out and people hear things and they talk and too much shit gets out too many of their ideas get out and then people talk and they look ridiculous for it because honestly if you look at it it just says another joker movies in production and that's just honestly they have to know that sounds ridiculous well hopefully they do realize that uh but if i was them as far as these leaks i would wrap it up wrap it up v make sure nothing gets out like you guys got to do a better job of that you you just Are have you to it feels like do that i'll find it if you need to <laughs> we need no, it. Let's do it. I like that. Um, we need that. No, get that drop. <laughs> All right, fine. Yeah. No, we actually do have that drop. Yeah, we do have it. Do you? Yeah. Nick made no, us get don't. it. Hold on. They... No, we do have it. Hold on. The simple, oh, the simple beat. It says wrap it up. Oh, look at that. Wrap that shit up, P. Wrap it up. But I will, I will say this. Um, like I said, they do have a chance to grab some good faith, uh, but they just got to do a better, better job of keeping things in camp. I feel like if they sneeze, you'll get a report. DC just sneezed, and it's like, wait, how do we know this? Like, why do we know so much about this? <laughs> They're ridiculous. In your why camp, like that's crazy. Kill yeah, them. Insane. How dare they? How dare they sneeze and not give us Man of Man of Steel too? Uh, <laughs> why did they but, sneeze before giving us Man of Steel too? Exactly. Why are they breathing and we haven't gotten a confirmation of the Batman yet? Um, but all right, yeah, let's really. move on to some more yeah, cool news. Wrap that shit up too, by the way. We gotta <laughs> wrap it up, man. Um, all right, let's move on to some really cool news uh, about a director we hopefully will have on our show, Kanan, within the next few weeks. Mr. Stephen DeKnight um, has talked to Stone yeah. about a God of War movie, which just God completely excites me. Um, I don't have PlayStation. So for this, whack. Uh, new whack. God of War, shut up, Joel. So this new God of War, I um I watched the entirety of the cutscenes because um, I enjoy watching the cutscenes because it's like a movie. I'm not going to buy a PlayStation and play one game, Joel. Anyway, you can just come uh, over, Joel. I have it here. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh yeah, that's he also has Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> um, yeah, I have Halloween. No, but seriously, to get back on track, uh, actually we're gonna do both of those, Joel. But to get back on track. I'm really excited about the idea of him having this conversation um, because if there's somebody that I would like and trust to do that, it would be him. Um, I know a lot of people tell me this all the time, but 
from what he did with Daredevil season one, I give him so much rope to do just whatever he wants. Any <laughs> franchise he wants to pick up and do, sure, do it. Um, even though people were like, but Pacific Rim 2 wasn't all that great. I don't care. He did Daredevil season one. He can do whatever he wants. Spartacus. Um, but Dane, and Spartacus, yes, thank you. And Spartacus. Uh, Dane, I will go to you first. Uh, what are your thoughts on Steven being the one pitching the idea and the idea of a God of War movie? Hey, everyone, can, can someone give this motherfucker money? I mean, seriously, so far, good <laughs> ideas. Netflix, Netflix uh, Moon Knight show, HBO Batman show, and now he wants to do God of War in a movie series. What the? This is a guy that made Spartacus. Just give him some money. Let him do it. He'll make the first good fucking video game movie ever. I'm going to say it right now. If he gets to do a fan project, I don't know who – it matters who they cast as Kratos – and I really don't want Dave Batista. I love Batista, but I think he's better for what we're going to talk about later on. Um, That's who he wants. But I like that boss logic. <laughs> I, I like that boss logic picture. I thought that was really cool. But get a good actor. I love Greek mythology. I love this video game series. They yeah. can go crazy deep into it. And I think that he would do great, especially with a big budget. He already could do with a small budget. Some amazing stuff. So uh, yeah, definitely all of these. Green light them now. Just beep. That's the fucking dump truck with the money backing up into the lawn. Come on, people. God. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm completely with you, man. Like I said, I, I give this guy so much rope to just do whatever he wants. Just pay him. Just give him the money. <laughs> um, but, um, Joel, I didn't ask you right. No, I went right to Dane. Okay. Joel, what are your thoughts on uh, Steven and the idea of a God of War movie? I, I'm totally sold, bro. I'm a huge God of War guy. I am a PlayStation owner. I've played all three, and now I'm on the new one, the, the, God of, the new God of War that takes place in Norse mythology. Um, I love this series. I love this series. I love this. It's just you do need money, though, to make it genuine. Like, to make a realistic version of this game, you need to put money into it. So they got to trust them, and I love Steven. I think he could definitely pull it off. For what I've, I trust him for what I've seen. Now, I haven't seen Uprising. I don't know. I, I want to. I want to I wanna give it a chance to see how he did with it, but I don't even care if it's bad. I want to see him. I want someone that cares about the property. He just seems like he does, and I've seen what he does with television uh, with Spartacus and with Daredevil, and again, and I would love to see him do Moon Knight as well, but I would love to see it, I, even if it is Dave Bautista. If he wants Dave, well, fuck it, do Dave. I, I trust he could figure it out. Kratos is not that deep. He's, he's kind of on the on the surface, <laughs> but and I love Kratos. He's a great character, and I I just it would be epic if they could do it right. It could be epic and probably the first. And it has to be rated R. No PG bullshit. Not not with not not God of War. It has to be a rated R God of War uh, movie. As long as I've been yeah. Just purely off the violence, but let's not even get into the the insane <laughs> amount of nudity that's with that's within just those first <laughs> original games uh, that that's not yeah. that hard R for. Um, but Nick, uh, what are your thoughts on a, a God of War movie? I would fucking love it. Um, I uh, I haven't played it in such a long time. I played the very original God of War, um, and like. I mean, it, it, I, actually, it might have been the second one. I can't remember, but like I've, I've played a little bit of it, uh, and it's it's super cool. I also love Greek mythology. Um, the fact that he did Spartacus, I think, um, it you know offers up a lot of um, 
you know, the elements that you'll, you'll tap into, uh, you know, for the project. Um, and, and honestly, I kind of think like, give me, give me like, instead of a movie, like give me a fucking like, like small season, like six or eight hour long episodes. Like, like if you could get stars, I mean, he's um, obviously had a good relationship with stars, like having done Spartacus with him. Like if you can get stars on board, um, or Netflix or HBO or Showtime or any of those money. premium, yeah, any of those yep. premium ones that, that'll be like, yeah, we'll give you the money. Go ahead and, and blow our minds. Like put a bunch of titties in it and like a bunch <laughs> of like hardcore violence and a, a fucking, uh, all of that, uh, surrounding a really awesome story about the God of war. Um, like, fuck yeah. Like what? Like who wouldn't want to watch that? That would be so awesome. And with the success, like, I feel like with HBO's success with Game of Thrones, like all of those other premium stations are, you know, have to be wondering, like, how can we, um, like, what can we adapt that would be, um, you know, capture that sort of vibe? And I, I think God of War could be the answer for, uh, you know, a, a station like Stars that, you know, really hasn't had, you know, anywhere near the success of HBO and one of the closest that they came was with Spartacus. That was probably their most successful show. Um, like I, I don't think Black Sails or Outlander has quite reached the success of, of Spartacus. Um, but God of War totally could and that could be um, that could be a, a big hit for them. Um, and if you did, I mean you wouldn't even necessarily have to do six or eight episodes. Like you could almost treat it like a mini series and do like three or four uh, for the first season. Like just, just to get your feet wet, especially if, if tonight is already thinking about doing it in movie version. If, if you're like, all right, we'll give you four hours of screen time uh, to play with, uh, you know, instead of two, like go ahead, here's your money, make, make your project. Like that would be fucking awesome, man. I'd be totally down for it. Yeah, I agree. I honestly want this. I want this property to be uh, a big scale movie. Uh, that's just me personally. What I would like to see as a uh, a series on one of those stations would be Gears of War. Uh, I think sure. that would be a really dope thing to to take and build into a series, more so than a movie. Um, but Kanan, I just think it would be hard on... to get the budget for for an R rated movie, the kind of budget that you would need. Whereas you know, premium television shows will a lot of times if they if they believe in the project enough will offer up that kind of budget. I don't doubt that. I, I don't disagree with that at all. I understand where you're coming from. Uh, Kanan, what are your thoughts on a God of War movie uh, by Stephen Knight? Stephen D. Knight. I think Stephen will do a great job with the film. I, I just think that that would be something that he probably um, wouldn't do unless the script was just perfect because. Um, video games that are adapted to movies just have like a terrible stigma. Um, I think if you if there was no God of War movie, I mean a video game, and you just made it like a God of War movie, I think people would go into it with a more open mind. Um, I really like this uh, latest edition of Tomb Raider, but because it's a video game adaptation, it just there's so much criticism that goes along with it that if this movie was just called uh, Jungle Raider or something else, people would probably really like it a lot more. It probably would have done a lot better at the box office. Um, I think people are just too critical about their video games becoming movies. Uh, And I think that this could work, but, I mean, if there's any um, 
you know, slightest change or something that fans don't like, I mean, they'll boycott the hell out of it. I mean, look what the fans are doing to Solo. I mean, you get a bunch of angry fans, and they'll just boycott everything. So, I I think he would do it, but I really think this would be something that he – I just feel like this is something that he would would probably want to make sure 100% um, that he had the right script, the right cast, um, the right budget. Um, I think the film has to be rated R. There's no way you could probably do a PG-13 God of War. Fans are going to want it to be. Uh, fans are going to want it to be a hard R. Um, I, I agree with Jawan. I think it's something you need a lot of money for um, to really capture the look, especially of this last God of War, um, which I think is probably mm-hmm. something that they would would adapt. Um, and I just don't think you could do that in a TV show. I, I don't think stars are are, are going to come out with the type of budget that. Um, you know, a studio would. Um, but I think Steven's got a lot of great uh, – I think he's got a great mind. I think there's a lot of projects that he would like to see, um, you know, bring to screen. And honestly, I would love to see the God of War, but I think the Moon Knight or uh, even the, the Batman uh, kind of spinoff or something might be better because he could get that uh, that budget to do it on Stars or HBO or, or Netflix, something like that. Moon Knight. Yes. Yeah, definitely a Moon Knight series. Um, they, I, I started with you, Dane. I could completely forget who I went to and didn't go to. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's get to one of our last topics. Uh, definitely one I wanted to talk about um, because I really am a fan of this franchise. Uh, Dave Bautista, uh wants to play Marcus Phoenix in Gears of War movie. Uh, I'm fine with that, but like I said, I don't want a Gears of War movie. I just, I don't. I'd rather have it in smaller doses, like a TV show, uh, Netflix preferably, because I think they wouldn't mind just giving complete control to whoever wanted to be the showrunner. Um, but I, I, I just, I have this weird thing about Gears of War. I just really don't want it to be a movie. But Dane, what are your thoughts on Batista not only wanting a Gears of War movie, but wanting to be Marcus Phoenix? Dang. I love the idea. I, I think it's um, oh, okay. It's very, it's very interesting. Um, I, I kind of agree with you. If you could tie down Dave Bautista and do some type of series instead, um, I think that would be more beneficial. I think that we've all kind of concluded that television seems like a better place for video games. Uh, adapting these stories, you should probably have uh, several episodes leading up to something, you know, than just one film. It, it just doesn't work, or at least it has a, like like uh, Kana was saying, a stigma behind it because it's a video game. So, um, I, I mean, I'm down. Uh, it's definitely going to be, if it was that direction, well, it's a franchise. You, you, you'd expect kind of like 80s action sort of in some way, like Predator almost, like in, in essence, just like more of like a war film, obviously, and super sci-fi. So, yeah, get him and then pick out some good actors to go around him. Uh, I, I, I saw a picture and like it was, it was him, uh, The Rock, John Cena, and someone else as all the characters. And I was like, oh, all right, let's calm down a little bit, guys. But uh, who knows? <laughs> I, I would he say. not headlining that one. Once you, yeah, I was going to say, once you put John Cena and The Rock in there, I kind of don't need Dave Bautista in that show or movie anymore. <laughs> I'd rather one of those two guys. Um, but, Joel, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm I'm down if that's what they do if that's what if that's what happens if that's if if he can make that happen oh, kudos to him um, 
cool. I, I I was I only played the first Gears of War and it looked cool. It played well. I never actually got through it because I don't have an Xbox. So, but from what I did, what I did play, um, it was enjoyable. I had a good time with it, and I think he could probably pull it off you know, for the right with the right people involved. You could definitely pull, you could pull off a decent version of it. I'm not sure about the story, so I can't tell you if it fits better in movies or in television. So. Whichever, as long as they can get it done. If they get the right people involved, anything can be done correctly. That is true. We just have not seen it. Um, so it's a wait and see. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately. But Kanan, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I really like the Gears of War games. I just don't know if there's – I don't know if there's a lot of a lot of cry for the Gears of War movie. Now, I think Batista, you know, would play uh, a really good Marcus Phoenix. In fact – um, if y'all haven't, um, you know, Hotel Artemis, really the best part of the movie is Batista. I know a lot of people are like, what? Do you all them other actors? Trust me, Batista really shines. In fact, I think this might be his best performance to date. I know people, you know, really like him as Drax, but he's just like they're more for comedic and one-liners. He really does a really good job uh, breaking through with his acting skills and Hotel Artemis. I mean, no, he's not going to win any Oscars, but I just felt he really carried himself well in that movie. Um, I think he's really getting into his own, and I think um, I think a Gears of War movie would be, you know, in line with his, um, you know, with his um, his acting skills. I mean, I don't think he would really have to um, to do too much. I mean, I think he could go out there and really play a really good mercenary uh, soldier uh, type character. Um, but you could also put Gerard Butler in that role. And uh, I think he could be, or have them both. I mean, that'd be a pretty cool movie. Um, but like I said, there's just there's that stigma with video games becoming uh, movies where just people, you know, some people are just like not really, you know, that hyped for it because they, you know, they don't really want to like ruin their video game perception. Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest issue is it just seems like when studios make these video game movies. <clears throat> they get in the room, and they're like, all right, who hasn't played this video game? Raise your hand. Everyone raises their hand, and they go, perfect. Let's make a movie. And it's like, I don't, I, don't, I don't get how – I don't get the process of this. Like, shouldn't someone have played the game, know what they're doing? Um, but, Nick. Yeah, um, I don't think you well, – I'll just say ahead. real quick. I don't think you really – I mean, the games are so enthralling, and, and there's, a, there's a video – I mean, there's almost a movie like it because there's a lot of cinematic pieces but you're actually playing the movie. So, I mean, I don't know that you really, really need to see the movie. If you, want to experience, if you want to experience it, just pick up a controller and play the game, and, uh, you know, you're kind of like in the, you know, you're kind of feeling it yourself as you play. So, I mean, that's kind of your movie experience. Well, I mean, I, I agree with you, but you can turn these into movies, and we shouldn't be, you know, robbed of it because these studios refuse to actually look up or even talk to the people who created the games. It seems like they don't even do that. Like, where'd you get, like, Assassin's Creed, I left that movie going, there's no way you guys talked to Ugh. anybody that made this game, because this movie just seems like you had no idea what the game was about. Like, that, that was horrible. So, I mean, that, that's that my was, biggest That was issue. bad. Nick, that was very I'm bad. Sorry, I mean, maybe maybe Kathleen you. Kennedy or Diane Nelson are in charge of them. <laughs> I don't mean to take time away from you, Nick. You have a little under, like, five minutes. What were your thoughts on uh, Batista wanting to play uh, Marcus in a Gears of War movie? 
No worries. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this pretty easy. Uh, never played Gears of War. Don't know who Marcus Phoenix is, but if Batista wants to play him, cool. <laughs> like, I, that's pretty much it. So, sure, no worries. Yeah. I like it. I like it. But, yeah, I mean, Kanan, I do, I do get where you're coming from, uh, that not every video game has to be a movie, but it's one of those things where it's like a lot of these video games are made, like if, if you watch the cutscenes, it's like little movies. So it's like you get fans that are like, man, this was so great. Why can't you turn it into a movie? And I feel you know what really grinds my gears. Do a lot better. Uh oh. Then. What really grinds my gears, Joanne, is 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 these fucking movie studios not being able to make one good video game movie. Meh, boobies. Yeah, no, and I will say, I will say, when I look back, it's crazy. Mortal Kombat, the first one, wasn't horrible. Wasn't super yeah, accurate. Wasn't great. It was not horrible. Yes, it was, it was. Not horrible. compared to everything yes, we've had since. It's watchable. It's fucking compared terrible. to everything we've had since. is bad. The story is totally butchered. The fucking characters are not true representations. The only one that's like pretty accurate is Johnny Cage. Nick. And, uh, and Nick. Sonya's okay. Well, it's still and the best one. Wait, wait. Most importantly, Come most out. importantly, most importantly, the fucking fight scenes are terrible. The fight scenes aren't even good. Like, go watch Nick, any to, decent kung fu movie, the, like The Raid or any of the Ong Bak movies or any Donnie Yen movie or any old school Jackie Chan movie. Like, those are fucking point, cool fight scenes. The Mortal point Kombat I was trying was to a make, terrible fucking movie. The <laughs> point I was trying to make was, Uber out of critic, all yeah. the video game movies that we have had, Mortal Kombat is the one I could say I could legit sit and watch because it wasn't as the horrible as the rest, yeah. as the rest of these videos. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. I think it's as bad, just as bad as any of the other ones. I can't, honestly, I, I haven't seen it, Kanan, but I can't imagine uh, the Alicia Vikander or Vikander uh, Tomb Raider being any worse than Mortal Kombat. Like, I can't even picture it. Like, um, but, I mean, I, Mortal well, Kombat is really out. bad, let's and not... I fucking love Mortal Kombat. Dane knows how much I fucking love Mortal Kombat. Like, just, it, it's forget, a bad movie. Let's not forget something exists called Max Payne. That was possibly one of the more worst videos <laughs> yeah, that's bad. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got a problem with Max Payne? What, what's wrong with Listen, fucking Max Payne, Dane? Hey, what's wrong? Street I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I think someone be walked in the honest. office and was like, "Hey, so I have a character whose family dies, and he tries to avenge them." And they were like, "All right, cool. Let's make a movie." Like no one actually said, "Let's find out about Max Payne or anything that the video game was was based around." And work off of that. They hey, that was should have gotten a fucking wow. Oscar. That's horrible. A fucking yeah, should have gotten a, a Razzie. Should have gotten a Razzie. Or an probably did get a Razzie. I should have your face. I should on your grandma's face. You fucking douchebag. Um, we do have to. We do have to at some point debate what is the best out of all these horrible video game movies. I will say I enjoyed Hitman. I didn't think Hitman was horrible. With uh, Timothy, I thought that was pretty good. Mm. Somewhat accurate. I like the first Resident Evil. Bring it, bitches. Whatever. uh, (laughs) It's not a movie, but I will say hands down the best uh, video game property is Castlevania, this series on Netflix. That shit's fucking awesome. I agree. I was pretty upset that it felt like it was four episodes. Oh, yeah, it's really short, sure, but they're, they're season two. I just saw the trailer for season two, like it's the teaser, so it's coming out soon. All right, perfect. We got one minute, uh, so you got to wrap it up, John. Yeah, oh, I, shit. I was about all to right. do that. Jeez, wrap mom. Up, oh, my goodness.
All right. Anyway, um, what I was about to say was this is a great episode. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Geek Vibes Live. We have so much stuff in store for you guys. Um, check out what we have coming up for you guys uh, involving Luke Cage. We'll get more into that when we can, but stay tuned for that. And Steven, if we can get Steven on, because he told us to hit us up, uh, to hit him up in two weeks, so hopefully he remembers that he said that and we can lock him in. That'd be a lot of fun. I can't so stay wait. Stay tuned. We have a bunch yeah. of shows Spring grab this that week. Shit. Wrestling Geeks Alliance, Full Court Press, Woo! Top 10. We have so much stuff coming this week, guys, so stay tuned. And we will see you guys same time, same place. Next week. Peace. Woo woo. Bye.